What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. We're talking to the fellas today. I really do feel as if men, we die quicker than women because we are not willing to go seek help. You've got to have some level of counseling and care in your life. The greatest enemy to our success is our excuse. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. Men's Health Month was created to heighten the awareness of preventable health problems and encourage early detection and treatment of disease among men and boys. You know, one of the sad facts when it comes to the physical side of men and their health is that less than 24% of men are um, likely or are less likely than women to have visited a healthcare professional in the past year, according to the CDC. And this month, I really wanted to talk to men about how do we, since this, since this is Men's Health Awareness Month, um, what are some things that we're doing, that I'm doing to not be a perfect man, but to be a neat man, you know? Neat when it comes to my health, neat when it comes to my mind, neat when it comes to my finances. Did you know that single men outspent, watch this, outspent single women, right? Outspent them. Men spent on average about $41,000 um, compared to um, a woman spending $38,000 within the same year in 2021. This study comes from uh, Directions Credit Union, and it came out in February of 2023. Not only did men, single men, single brothers, single men, single brothers, say one more time, not only did we outspend our ladies, but check this out. Uh, men outspent women in the categories of just dating, period, by $2,100. Now, here's the sad part. Only 47% of men, less than half of men, actually have a retirement account. And as I am evolving into this man who I am becoming, there are some things that I've put into place when it comes to, okay, how am I growing? How am I building my wealth? How am I taking care of myself? Watch this. How am I maximizing the, sing the single season that I'm in? 
And being that nearly 60% of the people who follow me are single, um, I, I, I put together five C's that I firmly believe that all men need to have in their life, right? I put together five strong C's that, okay, as I was writing out today's shows, okay, how am I, what am I uh, doing? How am I doing it? And how can I help young men really build wealth? And I believe if you follow these five C's and you may want to add some stuff to it, but here are the five core things that has helped me evolve, that has helped me build my wealth, that, have, that has helped me take care of my body. And the very first one, you all will already know it, is you gotta have a connection with the divine. That's right. You gotta have a connection, AKA, with Jesus Christ. This represents our spiritual relationship with God, right? Um, now, some of y'all may be saying, Anthony, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a Christian, um, and that's fine. I totally respect that. But give me about five minutes. Let me land here. Then we'll go on to the next four that I believe is not really tied to to a to Jesus Christ per se, uh, although everything is tied to Christ with myself. But I really do believe that the reason why I would say that I've been able to. Um, accomplish the things that I've been able to accomplish is because of my connection with the divine. And, and a lot of people say, well, Anthony, how, how did you really grow? Like, how, how do you, how do you get connected with Christ? And I will tell you this much, man, it, it starts simple. It's very, very, very simple. Prayer and reading the word of God. Prayer and getting the Bible. Prayer and the Bible. I think sometimes, oftentimes, Christians and, and spiritual people, we make having a relationship look so deep and look so complicated when really it's simple. I'm not saying your journey with Christ is going to be simple. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. But, but starting that journey will and can be simple. Basically, get up in the morning and pray before I even turn out of my bed, before my feet hit the floor. I'm thanking God for another day that he decided to give me. I'm thanking God for breath. I'm thanking God for an opportunity uh, to contribute to his earth, this earth. And then, you know, I open up my Bible app and I'll just sit there and I'll just read the Devo of the day. And I'm going to connect um, uh, the link in today's show notes on what um, the Bible app and, and a good, good reading plan that you should have. One of the things that I'm doing, one of my good friends, Pastor Tim Ross, uh, recommended recommended this to me. And for the remaining part of this year, on top of my studying time, on, stop, on, on top of me studying when it comes to finances, when it comes to money, one of the things I'm doing is I'm reading the book of Proverbs every single day. I'm reading a whole chapter and I'm starting it all the way over uh, at the top of the month. And I would encourage you, if you're looking for wisdom, if you're looking for growth, if you're looking for answers, if you're looking how to how to get your bag higher, if you're looking uh, to just grow your, your mind and just be sharper, the book of Proverbs, you're going to get a little bit of everything about life in there. And if you're really looking to grow with Christ and really understand how Christ wants us to really live and operate here on this earth, man, Proverbs is a great book of wisdom. It is a great book to go and just to really, really study. Here's the thing that I'm learning. As I'm coming to the end, I'm looking forward to go back because have you ever watched the show? Have you ever watched the show? And you say, oh, man, I ain't missed nothing. But every time you watch the show, you notice something different. 
Hey, have you noticed what was missing in the show? Oh man, I, I didn't notice that. But you know, I just noticed they didn't do that or they didn't say that. And that's the same thing with the word of God. Every time I go back and I read over a scripture, read over a chapter, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. But God did not say this. You see, oftentimes when I'm reading the Bible, one of the things I was taught in seminary is you don't read the word for what it says. You also read the word for what it's not saying. And every time I go back and I read a scripture that I'm very, very familiar with, or I read a story that I'm very, very familiar with, I'm noticing that there are some things that are that, that's not said, that is not a part of the process. And I'm okay, wait, then I go study. Well, how come he didn't say that? Well, how come this is not in the story? And it brings more revelation to the story. It brings more clarity, watch this, to the context of that scripture. And it's not deep. You get up, you have a strong, good um, 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 one-minute prayer. You go and you read you a couple of verses if you're just now starting off, um, and you ask God, God, what do you want me to accomplish today? And here's one thing that I've learned. Because I do have a personal relationship with, with Christ, because I do have a personal connection it provides comfort, it provides guidance, and a sense of purpose in my life because I am connected to a higher power. I, mean, I am connected to a higher authority. And because I know there's someone that is higher than me that I'm connected to, I'm comfortable in my skin, not comfortable um, on a day-to-day -day basis because I believe that we should get comfortable being uncomfortable when it comes to working, when it comes to uh, going after things that may stretch us. Because the moment we get comfortable, that's the moment we don't need that connection. So recently I completed my full estate plan and I'll be real with you, while it was an emotional journey, I can now sleep better knowing my family and loved ones will be taken care of. But did you know that according to a recent study, 60% of African-American adults have life insurance, yet many of those policies may not provide enough coverage to fully protect families in the event of unexpected death. The gap in coverage is a significant concern for black communities as it can lead to financial hardship and jeopardize generational wealth building. And we definitely can't afford that within our particular community. Now more than ever, it's crucial for African-Americans to prioritize life insurance and estate planning. By doing so, you can ensure that your loved ones are well taken care of in the event of your passing covering funeral and burial costs, paying off debts and mortgages, and providing income to help them build true and lasting wealth. So I am asking you, please do not leave your family's financial security to chance. I want you to get life insurance today with my friends over at Ethos by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance for a free quote or by clicking the link in today's show notes. I want you to protect your family's future and give yourself a peace of mind knowing that you have life insurance today. Hey, let's get back to today's show. Or we feel as if we don't need that connection. So I'm comfortable knowing I need him. I'm comfortable knowing that my life is his. I'm comfortable knowing that because here's why I'm comfortable because I have guidance. The word of God is, is I believe the Bible is our love letter from Christ. Literally, literally you're looking at how do you deal with uh, a crazy woman or a crazy man? Go to the Bible. H how do you build wealth legally, ethically, morally, and spiritually? Go to the Bible. 
How do you start a business? Go to the Bible. How do you deal with your haters? Go to the Bible. How do you deal with a storm? Go to the Bible. The Bible is our guidance. It is our navigation system for life. But just like you, I have missed the mark. Sometimes I don't want to go open up that Bible. I want to do it my way. (laughs) And as, watch this, as I am evolving, my connection is even getting better. And and, and it's getting better because I'm realizing more and more and more that I can't do it by myself. And one of the main reasons why my company has been able to hit seven figures so fastly and, and the main reason why it's been able to maintain that I firmly believe it is not because of my gifts, my skills. It's not because of uh, my, my, my team skills solely. It is because of the grace of God and me submitting my life, my imperfect life to him. Period. So so men, men, men. We can't, I'm going to say something that's going to be strong, that's going to be rough. We can't expect our wives to submit to us if we're not submitting to God. We we, we can't say wives submit to me and we don't want to submit to him. Because what is she submitting to? We have to show her, hey, babe, you're not really submitting to me. You're submitting to God. He's the one that gave me the vision for the family. It's his vision. I'm just stewarding what he gave me. And you're called to partner with me to steward that vision. So when we can take it, oh, I'm man, I submit. No, 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 no. I don't want my wife submitted to me, the man, the flesh, because I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm not perfect. Submit to the vision. Submit to the God that's in me that gave us the vision. And it's, it's you. You helping me. This business ain't mine. This this YouTube channel ain't mine. Mm-mm-mm. This house, this car, this, this shirt, none of this stuff is mine. It's his. I'm just called the steward. Which, which, which leads me to, to the second C. You know, I got five S's for the ladies of what I'm looking for, right? <laughs> I'm looking for a woman who's safe, sweet, smart, skilled, <laughs> and very sexual. <laughs> um, um, now I got five C's. That, that I'm working on every single day. I'm. This is what's helping me evolve. This is what's helping me grow. And the first one is you got to have a connection with the divine. You got to have a connection with God. Here's number two. Um, you got to have some level of counseling and care in your life. AKA, you got to have some, some level of mental and physical health. You, you got to have some level of therapy. You have to go to the doctor's office and brothers, you need to be going to see a therapist. I don't care if you think everything is going well. You're not well. You are human. You are a man. You are a woman. You know, we all need counseling and care. But but a study came out and showed that ladies are more likely uh, to go to see a therapist 10 times more than a man is. And we all know this, a majority of ladies are going to get their yearly annuals and men, I think it was like four times less likely to do that. No, man, how do we expect to to be healthy if we're not willing to go to the doctor to try and catch something? I go every July and I don't look forward to it. I'm in my forties and they already got to do something that violates my whole body. And I don't like it. 
When they put on that glove and he put that one little finger up, I'm like, that ain't the Lord. No, no, no. But you know what's good is? At least I know after I feel violated and I get the health report back that I'm good, I, I, I feel good knowing that I was responsible with the body and I'm stewarding the body that Christ has given me. But before we can even really talk about the body, y'all, let me say this. The reason why some of us are sick men it's because we're not taking care of our mental and our spiritual, our souls and our minds. We, 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 we compress so much in because the world is saying, oh, you got to be strong. The world is saying, oh, my God, you can't be vulnerable. The world is saying you better not cry. The world is saying, do not teach us how you really feel. Don't don't show us that. We want to always think the man is strong and he's never hurting. And the reason why we're, we're having strokes, the reason why we're having heart attacks, the reason why we're getting these dead bodies and big old guts is because we're hiding so much in. And we're not spending the time and taking the time to go see a therapist, to go see a trauma therapist, to sit down and have a real honest conversation about what we're doing and what we're thinking, because we want to be strong. We want to be almighty. We want to do this and be all this. And we're, we're, we're dying. We're crying. We're, we're, we're on the inside depressed. That's what this month is about. This month is about men saying, you know what? Hey, your life matters. I don't care what no one else tell you, brothers. I don't care what a woman says. I don't care what your parents says, what loved ones says. Your life matters. It ma Your mind matters. We need healthy mental men. We don't need toxic men. We don't need toxic masculine men. Men. We need healthy. We need loving. Watch this. We need nourishing men. <laughs> we need men who know how to sometimes just be quiet and just listen. We don't have to fix something all the time. Counseling is not for the sick. Counseling is for the people who are actually strong. Say one more time. Say one more time. Say one more time. Counseling are for the people who are strong. Strong enough to admit, I need help or I better get help before I need help. Mm. It reminds me of, you know, we all take our cars in to get an oil change. And honestly, some of us don't take our cars in to get an oil change. We don't take our cars in until the light comes on. I was... Uh, <clears throat> um, my, my car, I had drove it for like a year and the light didn't come on because, you know, now they're some of these cars. A lot of these cars actually now are requiring oil change every uh, once a year. And I just drove this car and I realized, man, dude, I haven't taken my car in to get an oil change. So I said, you know what? It's been it's been at least nine months. Let me take this car and get an oil change in there. And the guy said, hey, sir, your light's not on. Why, why are you bringing it in? Well, I don't want to wait. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to change the oil when it needs to be changed. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to beat it. I, I, I want to keep fresh oil in my car. I spent a lot of money for this car. I, I, it ain't the Bentley. You know, it's the Range Rover, right? I, I spent a lot of money for the Range Rover. 
And, and I, I don't want to come in when the light comes on. To be honest with you, I really don't want to see a light. So I know I got to have oil changes once a year. It's been nine months. Hey, give me an oil change. As a matter of fact, while you're in there doing the oil, can you check my head gaskets? As a matter of fact, while you're in there, can you make sure my, my, my windshield wipers are going good? As a matter of fact, while, while you're in there, can you check the tires and make sure I got enough? While, while you are in there, while the car is in the mechanic, it's with the mechanic, can you check it all? And that's exactly what I do with my therapist. Hey, listen. While I'm with you, check all this. Are you ready to transform your career in 2023? I want you to consider Bethel School of Technology, the world's only Christian online tech bootcamp. With African-Americans representing just 7.9% of the tech workforce in the US, it's time to bridge that gap and create more opportunities for everyone in this booming industry. Bethel Tech is committed, and I mean this, they're committed to providing accessible, lucrative, and fulfilling tech careers for all individuals. In their comprehensive nine-month program, you'll master essential skills to kickstart your technology career today. The earning potential is crazy impressive. Indeed reports that software developers in the U.S. earn, on average, about $103,000 per year. What? Choose from programs like cybersecurity and UI UX design and ignite your tech career with passion and with purpose. Forget about accumulating and racking up debt and invest just nine months to revolutionize the next nine years of your professional life. Embrace your potential with Bethel Tech and achieve your career aspirations today. Hey, visit anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel or click the link in today's show notes to register and take the first step towards a bright future in technology. Hey, talking about a bright future, let's get back to today's show. Ask me questions. If I leave my therapist and I'm not thinking hard, if I'm not emotional, if I'm not crying, if I'm not, if I'm not feeling convicted, if I'm not feeling like I need to call someone and apologize, I have the wrong therapist. If I leave a therapy session and I feel like I am God and I've just, I'm perfect and I've done everything. That's not me taking care of my mental. No, I pay my therapist $175 per session. And every time, listen, I sometimes don't even like going to see my therapist because I know when I get in there, it's going to be uncomfortable, but I go because I know when I leave, I feel better. I don't like going to see my, my, my doctor because I know he can come back and say, hey, we got to do something. Hey, you, you got something. We, we need to start taking some meds or we got to start doing this. One time my, my, my blood pressure came back. I don't know. I, I, can't, I don't know if my blood pressure or something came back very, very high. And I was nervous. I was scared. We took some, we pulled some blood. Uh, we took some tests. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm tripping. Da, 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 da. And then when he called me back, he said, hey, man, are you stressed? I was like, am I stressed? Yeah, I'm stressed. He told me something was off. I'm like, what? Am I sick? He was like, no, your, your blood work came back great. Normally, when we see this, it's because you're stressed. And when he said, I said, sir, yeah, I, I, I I've been running a business now for about a year, and um, it, it, it's, it, it has been a little stressful on me. He said, hey, man, I, when's the last time you seen, you seen your therapist? And I said, um, last month. He said, I, you may want to up your sessions. 
I said this on another show, and I said, man, I really do feel. Uh, it's actually with my my my. Uh, it's on a show with Kobe, uh, my the trauma therapist. I, I really do feel as if men we die quicker than women, because we are not willing to go seek help. We're not willing to admit that on the inside we are depressed. We are not willing to admit on the inside we are hurt. We are not willing to admit on the inside that, man, I don't like the way that felt. But here's the truth, man. We have to start showing the world that our feelings matter. And if we are in a group of people, if you are dating a woman, and this is go for women to men as well, if you're dating anyone, if you're in a relationship with anyone and they do not want to know how you truly uh, feel, that's not the individual for you. I refuse to be in a relationship. I refuse to even have team members. I refuse to even have fa to be around family who do not value my true authentic feelings. If they only respect your feelings and value your feelings when it makes them feel good, that's not a friend. That's not a family member. That's not a loved one. That's not a healthy place for you to be. And the last thing I want to do is teach people that my feelings don't matter. And the last thing that I want people to feel like when they're around me, especially my men, is that their feelings do not matter. So one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I've really, really, really been able to really be successful is because I accepted the fact that counseling and taking physical care of myself is important and it, it is a priority. I don't play with counseling and I do not play with my health. My mom and daddy will tell you, I will go to the ER if, 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 if I feel like something is up, I will go to the doctor. If I feel like something's up, I, I paid $2,000. <laughs> I woke up in the morning. It was 2 AM in the morning, 2 AM in the morning. I woke up to use the bathroom. I turned on the light to wash my hands. When I was washing my hands and looked down, I saw that my skin was peeling. All over here, all up there, all on my neck. I'm, I'm sitting literally peeling my skin like I was a whatever. And I'm like, what in the, what in the world? I went and Googled it. I said, yo, skin is peeling. What is this? Side note, never Google a problem. <laughs> Never Google the problem because you don't know what you're going to get back. Because I jumped up and I went to the ER because they told me, Google told me I had HIV. Google said this comes from HIV. I screamed. I panicked. It's 2 a.m. in the morning. I run, I get in the car and I'm speeding to the ER. I get in the ER and I'm like, yo, man, I'm peeling, man. I'm peeling, I'm peeling, I'm peeling. Doctor says, oh, you peeling. I said, hey, bro, <laughs> I'm peeling. Can, can, can you tell me what's wrong with me? He was like, well, I mean, well, uh, yeah, I mean, let's, let's pull some blood. I'll get you back. I'm sitting there sweating. I'm sitting there scared, but I'm in a doctor's office because I care about my health. I'm like, man, what's this? Oh my God, what am I telling my mama? What am I telling my daddy? Oh, my, I'm pilling. I'm about to die. I'm about to die because of Google. <laughs> because of Google. Doctor comes back in the office and doctor says, well, I, I, got, um, I got good news and I got bad news. Which one do you want first? <clears throat> and I was like, 
Give me the bad news, man. Well, the bad news is you're going to spend about, about $2,500 today. I said, that's the bad news? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay, what's the good news? You don't have HIV. You have a sunburn. I said, black people can get sunburns? He was like, yes. About four days before then, I was out on uh, the lake with um, uh, Dave Ramsey and them and uh, just having a good time. And that was my first time ever on the lake. I grew up in uh, the beautiful Oceanside, California. I stayed out on the beach often, never put, never put the sun on, ne never put sunscreen on, never in my life. And that day, we spent about maybe 11 hours out on the water and your boy got sunburned. What am I saying? Um, I do not play about my health. I do not play about my mental health. I give everyone in our staff here, um, um, uh, they get two free sessions to go see a therapist that the company pays for. Because I, I, I do know that working with us working in this business, it could be stressful. It could be draining. And I want them to know. I want everyone to know that your health matters. And if you're saying, Anthony, where do I start? I'm going to drop it in today's show notes. Wasn't even going to do this, but uh, we partner with BetterHelp. They will help you. You'll get 10% off. You will get access to a therapist today. I really, want you, I really, really, really want you to take this serious, brothers, because getting therapy uh, is important. Here's number three, capital, capital. Men, we gotta have capital. You know, this, this capital stands for, we gotta have financial resources, okay? Uh, and, and our financial resources pretty much comes from our careers, right? It, it, it comes from what are we doing? How are we exchanging our time right now to get money in? When we get the money, when we get the capital, how are we stewarding the capital? Men, we have to stop being broke. Now, I, I firmly do believe that, especially for black men sometimes, there are some things that are in the way and it makes it difficult for black men, certain black men, some black men to get to the level of, of six figures or something like that because of maybe past mistakes and maybe because of the system. Uh, but, but I really do believe and firmly do believe that the enemy, the greatest enemy to our success is our excuse. And oftentimes what we'll do is we would try to live on that excuse. We would try to live on that, on the system or, or here we go. We would try to live on blaming certain things, which that eventually becomes an excuse. I, I don't want us uh, to, to always be, be living paycheck to paycheck. And so for me, one of the things I've really, really, really been big at, and this goes back to my number one, having a connection with the divine, it's, it's I really do believe that when it comes to our capital, man, we have to be generous. We have to be givers. And, 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 and here's, here's something that I really want to challenge you with. The next time you get paid, before you do anything with your money, before you pay your rent, your mortgage, before you pay a light bill, watch this, man, before you even pay your child support. I want you to pay God. I want you to give God 10% from your capital. I'm going to say it. I said it. Ladies, I'm sorry. I know some of y'all are like, before he pay his child support. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, before you pay your child support, brothers, I want you to pay God. Give him 10%. Then the other 90%, 
it's not ours. We're still called to steward that. Then what I want you to do with the other 90%, I want you to have an, a, a, a zero base budget. And really when it comes to, you know, the other 90%, we should be building wealth. We should be building our legacy. We should be really focused on how are we going to get to where we want to go? Do you have a goal? Do you have a number in mind on of what you need to hit so that way you do not have to exchange your time for money anymore? You're now exchanging your money for your time back. It's important to manage our capital wisely through budgeting, through saving, through investing and understanding our, the financial concepts that will build us wealth, that will build us legacy. Think about it. What we want tomorrow comes from the careers and the capital that we have today. What, where we want to go comes from the career and a capital that we have today. This is why, this is why I just refuse to drop a lot of money on the first date because it's my capital. And the last thing I want to do is go to my, go to my wife and say, Hey, I don't have the capital. I don't have the financial resources to give you the things that you deserve, to give you the things that you desire, because I gave all the capital to women who did not deserve anything. They didn't deserve disrespect, but they also didn't deserve a $500 dinner. No, no, no. Your capital provides the means for necessities and desires. And it also provides security and freedom. And brothers, we got to take control of our capital because if we do want to be the head, if we do want to be the provider, we got to have a grip on the, the capital. capital. We, we have to really have our hands strong around it. And we got to show our wives before we even get them. Hey, listen, I got this. And here's another thing, too, that, that, that I got two more, two more C's, two more C's. And this is a C that I... I I love this. Here it is. Men got to be committed. Mm -hmm. I think a man who was always bouncing around from job to job, from woman to woman, friend to friend, homes to homes, they're not committed. If a man can't be committed, if a man uh, cannot be dedicated to something, if, the man, if a man doesn't have determination uh, to, to his goals, to his responsibilities, and to his values, he can't be committed to a woman. I said it. I know y'all are not going to like that. It, it, I know it. I think... In this season of my life, I can be so committed to my wife, so committed to my children, because I, because lately I've grown a a closer. That's, that's, that's bad grammar. Um, um, I've committed myself even more to Jesus Christ. I, I've committed myself even more to the growth of the Neatness Network and, and my company. I've committed myself to being a better friend. I've committed myself to being a better son. I, I've committed myself to being a better brother. I, I am determined. I am dedicated 
to my goals, to the responsibilities that I do have with my company and values. I I I, I recently, um, I, I recently was was telling uh, to some of my friends, man. I was like, man, I'm so dedicated to my business that I just I can't date long distance. I just can't do it because I'm so committed to the things that God has me at right here that I I don't want to. I can't do that. I just can't. Because I'm committed to my assignment. Being committed involves staying motivated. It involves uh, overwhelming challenges and making sacrifices when it's necessary. And God, y'all know I want to be married. But I'm like, you know what? The Bible said he who finds his wife finds a great thing. God put Adam to sleep. Adam woke up. He found Adam didn't go looking. Adam was doing what Jesus told him to do. Go to sleep. He went to sleep. Wake up. He woke up. He found Adam. He, he, he was committed to doing what God told him to do. And so for right now, I'm like, God, okay, um, um, Adam didn't go look over there in all the trees. and Adam didn't go look um, over there in all the fruit. Adam did what God, boom, woke up, boom, good God of mine. Hello, 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 Eve. And I firmly do believe that men, when we're committed to the assignment, when we're committed to the goal, when we're committed to staying motivated, when we're committed to what God has called us to be, we'll find what we're supposed to find. And I've never met a committed man broke. I've I've never met a committed man to his assignment miserable. I've never met a committed man disgusted. Now, now is it challenging? Um, Is it, is it frustrating sometimes? Absolutely. I'm committed to this business and, and I get frustrated often, which is why I go back again to care. You see how all this is flowing around? You, you, you see how, you see how, how does it help? Because I'm committed, it's impacting my wallet. Because because I'm committed, we've been able to build a company that's making three hundred plus thousand dollars a month, not a year, a month. Because I'm committed to to what God has called me to, I'm able to build and hire other black people. Actually, about to hire another white person too. I'm able, I'm able to hire young, thriving uh, uh, black people, white people. Because I'm committed, I'm able to continue making videos and, 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 and accomplish things and help you all out. Being committed is a key trait in achieving personal and professional success. It, it, is, it is a key trait. It is a key trait to success. Success in marriage, success in business, success in careers, success in relationships, Success and entrepreneurship. If you can't be committed to the assignment, you cannot be committed even in a relationship. And here's the last C that I believe if you can get this C, it will be a strong pivotal moment in your life. And the last C is circle of wisdom. Who? Who's in your circle that is wiser than you? Mm. 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 
this, when, I, when I say the circle of wisdom, this refers to the network of knowledge and experienced individuals around you. This could be mentors. This could be advisors, um, wise friends who provide guidance, not gossip. Guidance, not gossip. Some more time. Guidance, not gossip. It bothers me when I hear Negroes, grown men gossiping about each other. It bothers me when I hear grown people gossiping about each other. I, I don't hear wealthy, motivated, committed individuals gossiping about each other. They out there grinding and building a business. They're out there sharing their experiences. These people are helping each other, helping their circle, helping their circle of wisdom personally and professionally grow. They're not gossiping. They're not, oh my girl, God, oh my God, bro, bro, did you see? No, no, no. They're, they're out here grinding. If, if you do not have a circle of wisdom, a, a, a circle of men who are wiser, a circle of women, brothers, who are wiser than you, you're not in a healthy place. But let me say this, man. Uh, your circle should not be majority woman. I'm not saying women should not be in it. But one thing about me, when you look at my circle, I have more men in my circle than I have women. And if you look at the men in my circle, the majority of them are married. The majority of them are wealthy. The majority of them are, are, are better than me in certain areas. Because I'm a pull from you. I'm a pull from you. I'm a pull from you. I'm going to ask you this. I know who to go to if I need help in any area of my life. And the reason why some of y'all are not wealthy, the reason why some of y'all are not healthy mentally and physically is because you're not around the right people. And everyone look like you. Everyone got a big old gut. Everyone's drinking beers. Everyone's smoking weed, but no one's progressing forward. I get excited when I go on my golf trip with my with, with, with my, my close friend, Pastor Stephen Chandler, who's always uh, who's also my pastor. Every year we get we get away for two, three days. And we just talk about money. We talk about life. We talk about, man, what are we struggling with? We, while we out there knocking golf balls, we, we, we talking about, man, bro. Like we're men of God, but some, we don't even bring up God. We like, yo, bro, you good? How are you doing? He'll call me out. Anthony, you, you don't want to be married. He'll call me out. He'll talk. He'll, hey, hey, this is what I see in you. And I'll do the same thing with him, bro. And this is what I see in you. That's because our circle of wisdom is strong. And if you always with your girlfriend, always with your boyfriend, always with your wife, and you don't have no men that you can just be real with and grow with, you ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna say it like, I'm gonna say it just like that. All the successful men that 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 I know who are married, their life is not 100% with their wife. It's not it's not. I've been in rooms where these are all married men. They'll, they'll get a cigar and, and get some bourbon. Married, save men. And they will eat intentionally, put themselves in rooms with other married men and other single men and just talk about being a man. And I'll be real with you. 
the men who are married and all they do is just spend their time with their wives, but not with other men. Those are the men who are not really building something. I hate to say it. Oh, y'all. Oh, my goodness. I feel it. Y'all going to cut me off. Ladies gonna get upset. Ladies, you shouldn't want your man to 100% spend all of his time with you. You want him to get around stronger men, men who can hold him accountable, men who can stretch him. Single men, you should not have only single men in your circle. Because if you only have single men in your circle, you're gonna act single for the rest of your life. I was just with Pastor Darius and my boy, Pastor Donna. We went out to lunch at the table. I was like, bro, this is what you need to do. They told me about myself. I was like, hey, bro, this is, this is what we see in you. And this is why we think you're not married. Okay, cool. I received that because they're wiser. Both of them been married for 20, 30 years. I'm like, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I receive it in love. Once they tell me this is why we think you're married, bro, but this is what you need to be looking for, though, in your wife. And, and, and it took us 22 years to get here. But if you can get this from us now, it should only take you three years to get there. Why? Because we're wiser than you in this area. So for me, I'm like, OK, cool, great. All right, let me listen. Let me, because if it took you 22 years to get there, if it took you, I think it's like took him like 17 years to get there. If I listen to both of you all, it should only take me two or three years to get to that space. And the reason why I think we have so many issues when it comes to our money, when it comes to our building and business is because we think we can do it all. And no one in our circle is wiser than us. Yeah, I'm making seven figures. Okay, cool. Great. I'm chilling with people who are making 10 figures. I'm like, I'm like, that's a fingers or figures, figures. It's 10 figures. I don't want to be at seven figures for the rest of my life. I want to reach the potential. If God says, hey, you're done at eight, I'm happy. If God said you're done at seven, I'm happy. But until God tells me I'm done, I'm in those rooms and I'm learning. What are you doing in your business? How, how, what can I do to grow? How? I'm asking my circle of wisdom. What are you doing? How are you doing it? It's Men's Awareness Month. And I just want to bring some awareness to how you can grow. And ladies, what are some things you should be looking for inside of your men? When a man approaches you, if he doesn't have a circle of wisdom, I, I'm not going to sit here and be a relationship coach, but I'll be scared of that man. If he's not committed to something, if he's not committed to his assignment, to his calling, to his purpose, I will be scared. If he, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm about to go. I'm about to go. I'm about to go. Because here, here's my problem. Oof. Oof. Um, if, if. If the man ain't committed to himself, how he how can he be committed to you? If God fearfully and wonderfully made him in his mother's womb, God took his time to knit him. God took his time to put in that gift, that talent. And if that man is not committed to the to the calling to the assignment, 
that God has given him to, to the gifts and the talents that's on the inside of him. If, if he don't believe in himself, if he's not committed to himself, he can't be committed to you. My daughter won't bring home that kind of man. So rewind this. Watch it again. And let me say this. I'm not perfect in all of these five C's. But I look at them. I study them. And I ask myself, how can I get better? What can I do better? What, what, where, where am I kind of, falling, kind of falling off at? And here's the truth. I don't believe we can balance these. I think there's priorities. And sometimes in certain seasons, seasons my, my, my connection to Jesus is always high. But then my, my capital may not be as high. But you know what? And sometimes my circle of wisdoms may not be high. I, I, I'm always, okay, what can I work on? What, what can I get better at? What can I do? And men, if you're really ready to really get help mentally with therapy, go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. That's anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. You'll get a link to go to BetterHelp um, because I really care about that. I'm already over my time. So sorry. But when I get to flowing like this, I just be getting to flowing. It's your boy, A.O. I'm going to see you on the next show. Peace out.